Another change is coming to SeaWorld. During dolphin shows, trainers will no longer stand in the dolphin's nose. The move came following a campaign from PETA, which argued that the practice was harmful to the aquatic mammals. The change comes at a time of transition for the company. Following the 2013 documentary Blackfish, the park has retreated from some animal shows. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Lori Weisberg, your reporter on the business team, and part of your coverage includes tourism. Some changes are coming to some of the SeaWorld shows. What do you explain? Well, uh, I, this is something that we probably wouldn't have known about if it wasn't for PETA, PETA People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, which um, has been trying for the last year to get SeaWorld to stop the practice, they say a dangerous practice for the dolphins, of allowing trainers during their dolphin day shows to ride astride the uh, dolphins, either kind of surfing on their backs or or standing astride the dolphins mm-hmm. on their, what's known as their rostrums or faces. Um, so they've been pushing for that. And then we just learned, again, through PETA, that um, SeaWorld is saying, you know, it's going to end that practice. <laughs> they clearly are saying it's not because of PETA, that, that their treatment of animals, their shows, their performances, their behaviors, is always evolving, and they've decided to end this practice. I should point out, um, there's only a couple parks that have these Dolphin Days shows, one of them being San Diego, and according to a letter we saw from a law firm representing SeaWorld, it's only San Diego that has the practice of where the trainers um, stand on the dolphins sometimes during the shows. Mm-hmm. And what do we know about the science of, you know, riding dolphins this way? Do we know if it causes harm? Uh, so PETA um, released a report last year um, that um, a vet- veterinarian produced, um, along with another marine biologist, um, claiming that it is dangerous for them. It can create injury. At the same time, SeaWorld's uh, veterinary staff responded um, they had sort of dueling news conferences and said they've never had an incident of any kind of um, injury or damage, um, anything that was hurtful to the dolphins from this practice. Um, I should add that the uh, spokesman for the San Diego Park, even though um, is saying that they they stopped doing the pay- this behavior late last year, on the other hand, this letter from the law firm written on behalf of SeaWorld, the company, says that they'll be phasing it out in the next few months. SeaWorld seems to be in a midst of transition because after Blackfish, attendance really dropped. Do you see SeaWorld being a little bit more cautious when it comes to anything animal-related after that documentary? Um, and, and you referred to the yeah you referred to the 2013 Blackfish documentary that. Uh, focused on um, the treatment of killer whales at SeaWorld, particularly focusing on a, a now-deceased whale known as Tilikum that contributed to the death of a uh, trainer at the Orlando Park. Um, a lot of people credit that documentary to raising public awareness and contributing to a downturn in attendance at the SeaWorld parks. Um, as you point out, um, in recent, in the last year or so, there's been um, a bounce back. SeaWorld's doing much better. Some say it's because Maybe there's less a focus on the animal presentations and more on thrill rides and attractions. Mm-hmm. SeaWorld San Diego, for example, has had several new roller coasters and is going to debut yet another one this year. So, you you know, you can, without being a, an analyst, you can kind of see that SeaWorld is making 
some changes. Sure, they still have plenty of animals, and that is still a big part of the experience of going to SeaWorld. But they're making it um, clearly a more diverse experiment, a, a more diverse experience with these these attractions they're introducing, and and they've seen a rise in their stock price and a rise in their attendance. Yeah, it makes sense. It seems like kind of on a broader cultural scale, there is more criticism on how we treat animals in captivity. So it makes sense that, you know, both land and sea animals would be under the same scrutiny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've seen how the the elephant-focused circuses have gone away. Uh, SeaWorld um, put... put forth this shareholder proposal last year to force this change in behavior. It is now saying it is withdrawing that proposal because they're seeing SeaWorld uh, saying that it's no longer going to allow these behaviors. Although PETA is not done with SeaWorld, they still feel that dolphins and killer whales should be released to seaside sanctuaries, that they're trapped in tiny concrete tanks. So they they say that SeaWorld still has a long way to go in their minds of addressing what they claim are uh, cruel treatment. Mm-hmm. So at this point, when uh, the dolphins are no longer being ridden, will that be the last animal that's kind of involved in these kind of shows, or will there be others? Um, I think the the uh, killer whale shows, which long ago banished trainers from the water, and the the dolphin days shows are probably the the most high profile shows that you you're going to see with those kinds of behaviors. They have like shows featuring the walruses and sea lions, but I think that sort of performance um, like aspect um, is diminishing. They they ban it, They got rid of the Shamu shows here in San Diego. They're doing the same at the other parks, finally. And they have what they call the Orca Encounter, with a, which they say is more educational. But that doesn't mean there still isn't a splash zone. You, you still don't um, see the killer whales and the dolphins behaving in some manner. It's this idea, though, of the trainers kind of performing on top of them that mm-hmm. that's that's going away. So at this point, are investors kind of glad to see these changes that that SeaWorld is kind of transforming itself into more of a part educational, part theme park, as opposed to having that mostly animal focus? Um, I think I think they are because. As I said, you know, a barometer of that is how well your stock is doing, and they've seen it rise pretty dramatically, and they've seen the attendance rise dramatically. So, I mean, maybe people will debate what is contributing to that increase, but I I think it is having more of a mix of attractions, being more theme park-like, having, I mean, they still emphasize their rescue work, um, Mm -hmm. which is a big part of what they do. Um, you know, they still have what they call a few times a year called inside look where you can see, you know, up close and personal with some of these um, mammals. So it's not like uh, they still are the focus of of their marketing effort, but not in the way they used to be. And, and like I said, there's this healthy mix of theme park like attractions with the animals. So at this point, is PETA planning on suing or taking other further action? Because it seems like you know, there's a wide swath of things that Peter would like to happen across, you know, all parks like this. Yeah, so they they um, they they almost are like a broken record in this push for seaside sanctuaries. For a while, it was just the the focus for the the killer whales, um, but they're mentioning it again now. I don't know if they've got some clever marketing campaign to to now turn their attention to that or or billboards as as they often use, but. That would be, um, I don't see SeaWorld, 
at least in the short term and even in the long term, ever doing that because these these animals were raised in captivity and, and SeaWorld's argument is that they wouldn't know what to do if they were released even into a sanctuary. So mm-hmm. um, I think you will see PETA continuing to press that. Uh, I don't know that SeaWorld's going to respond positively to their, their demands in that area. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. All right, Lori Weisberg, thank you so much. Thank you. In other news, a Mission Bay tech entrepreneur is getting close to his dream of building a floating luxury club. The idea is basically a mashup of a hotel pool party with elements of a Vegas-style club. It's called the Aqua Lounge, and the vessel can hold up to 149 people. At the cost of $5 million, the 3,900-square-foot boat will have no shortage of amenities from two bars, a full gallery with catered food, eight cabanas in multiple locations, six big-screen TVs, high-end teak furnishings, a rooftop sun deck, and ample cover space with floor-to-ceiling windows on a second level. Completion of this project, which starts with construction this month, is expected sometime in the fall. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. On weekday mornings, you can also hear a quick rundown of local weather and headlines. Just tell your smart speaker to launch the San Diego Union Tribune. You can also get the Flash Briefing as a podcast. For a full listing of our audio offerings, go to uniontrib.com slash podcasts. Until next time.